It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be the house of the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. My goodness. How many of y'all got excited this morning? Woo! Woo! You know, we, um, when I woke up, this is is a rap song. When I woke up this morning and got out of bed, I had some real fresh thoughts running through my head. That's no rap. Anyway, just let y'all know. But, um, when I woke up this morning, there was a, uh, what I kept getting, because I've been praying over Mullen over a few different things that the Lord, I believe, wants to deposit into us. Uh, but you want to make sure that's exactly the way he wants to do it and how he wants to do it. And so as I was, as I woke up this morning, I had all kinds of joy songs going on in my spirit, man. You know, <clears throat> you know, all kinds of come to you. You've heard them. You've sung them as a kid or, you, you know, this joy. One of them was uh, this joy. I have. That was going through me this morning. Shirley Caesar. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Shirley Caesar, but, but boy, she could sing that song. And so, but you know, the world, if, if, if the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. And so when we were here last, earlier last month, the Lord, uh, told me coming into last month and I ministered a couple of services. And then he said to go ahead and continue to minister on the aspect of the book that he's put on the inside of me, the perfect day, dot, 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 the perfect life. So I ministered a couple of things. So I'll refer back to those messages in the early part of December that I ministered on, but I'm not going to cover all of them. And then I told you at the end of the last service that I did, I talked to you about your hilarious attitude brings victorious energy, which brings favor unending never in your life. And uh, I believed then, and it was true this morning as I woke up, uh, that this is going to go right along with that. Uh, And again, just to kind of recap that part of this message is uh, the Lord woke me up. Well, I had to get up one morning to go get a bottle for Gabriella. She was just a baby. So this is basically about 13 years ago. A little, it was, uh, And I went down to get this bottle, and, and I, I slipped down the stairs, and I went all the way down the stairs just to make a long story short. And as I'm walking to the refrigerator right after that, I laughed at the situation with carpet burns. And this is 2.30 in the morning. I mean, you know, some, but I, I walked to the refrigerator and when I'm opening the door, the Lord said something to me. He says, your hilarious attitude brings victorious energy, which brings favor unending never in your life. And uh, he began to say that over and over and over to me. You're going to listen to the, to the last message, go back. But uh, that was a word from the Lord. And about a month later, the spirit of the Lord ministered to me through Dr. Savelle about my joyful attitude. And how it would bring promotion. So it was a specific word that was confirmed not only by God speaking it to me, but on a Sunday morning here uh, years ago, uh, the Lord just stopped Dr. Savelle and he spoke that specific. It was a confirmation for what the Lord had given me. And so your hilarious attitude brings victorious energy, which brings favor unending. Never. My granddad was actually named Heladio, which is hilarious. So I think that's kind of funny that God would do that. But um, so but uh, to, to sum all this up. You know, as we look at to this morning, uh, there's an aspect and I, I look out into the crowd and, and it doesn't surprise me. But, you know, there's there's supposed to be joy in the body of Christ. I just, you know, uh, Dr. Chevelle's written two amazing books. I never forget somebody was somebody called one time or was asking me a question about, hey, can I does Dr. Chevelle have any new books on joy? I said, no, but the, I mean, right now there's 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 two that are awesome. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't steal your dreams. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't uh, steal your goods. I said, these would be great for you. He said, I already read those. 
I'm going, okay, wait a second here. Because you, you can, you, here's the reality of it is, is it's not what you've read or what you've heard before. It's what you're hearing on a regular basis. So as I look into the crowd and I don't see a whole lot of joy, you know, it helps me know that your joy level is, can be, can be something that is, uh, that comes and goes. But the spirit of joy lives on the inside of you, whether you realize it or not. And so you and I have a response. He told, he told me your hilarious attitude brings victorious energy, which brings favor unending never in your life. I've always said favor is the anointing of God on your life to win in whatever you're doing. It's just a grace that you're going to get through it. Okay. So, but there's got to be joy. If, if you don't have any joy, the expectation. We watched uh, this. My family blessed me. <clears throat> my favorite series is Rocky. So, I'm, and during the holidays, you know what I got to do? I got to watch Rocky. All of them. <laughs> I was so excited. You know why? Because, but um, <clears throat> in Rocky Balboa, uh, it comes out. One of, one of them. He's uh, just what makes that little old land think he can move that rubber tree plant. Everybody knows that. Ain't. You ever heard that? Remember that? Okay, so it's high hopes. Your expectation, your joy should come from the expectancy that you know that God's going to put you over in the situation that you're facing right now in this moment. You cannot allow the circumstances to move you. You have to move the circumstances. One of the arsenals that God has given us is the spirit of joy. See, it goes love. And we're getting better at the love walk. Amen. We figured out we can't go anywhere without love. Right? Faith does not work except by love. Right? So we know that. But you know what? If you're going to see the manifestations of the greatness of God, you're going to have to have some joy in your life. You're going to have to go somewhere expecting something to happen. And that's excitement for you. Amen? So you should wake up the perfect day in the perfect life. If you don't have an expectancy for God to show up in your life, you're not going to have the perfect day. Therefore, you won't experience the perfect life. Today could be your day for the miracle. But it's not going to come if you're, oh, my goodness, will it come today? <laughs> Seriously. You wake up with an anticipation of some sort every single day. And you've got to choose. I have to choose this day whom I'm going to serve. Am I going to serve the flesh and the circumstances that are going on around me? Or am I going to choose to be joyful in my circumstances knowing that God's already provided a way out for me? That's a choice that you and I have to make every single day of our life. In order for us to have the perfect day that ends up in the perfect life, is we got to choose this day whom you're going to serve. The molly grubs or joy. Ha, ah, come on. Get excited about it. you got to get excited. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Come on. Yesterday's gone and tomorrow may never get here. So let's focus on the day and let's just get excited about it, right? Why not today, right? Why not have an excitement on the inside of you? Watching by waving it. Why not? Come on. Be excited. Just get excited about what God could do for you today. Because you're getting exactly what you're expecting. Amen? Every single day of our lives. Okay? So, this message. Man, I, I preach this. This has been one of my favorite messages to ever preach. But, you know, you have to have some joy in order to receive what God has for you. Let's look at some scriptures to get to this. Okay? Let's go to James chapter 1. The foundational scripture where this is concerned, James chapter 1, starting in verse 2. It's so good. My brethren, count it all joy. Everybody say all. all. Joy. Okay. So it's easy to have joy when everything's going peachy king jelly bean, right? All right. But, but the, the thing that he's fixing to share with us right now is a whole lot different. 
than most people anticipate. It says this, my brother, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations or various temptations, tests, and trials. You're going to be tested. Woo! Yeah. Come on. That's got to be, you're at, you, you know why? Because the devil's messing with you because you're a threat. And so, and that's why the, the, the book, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't steal your dreams. He can't steal your destiny. He can't steal your goods. He can't steal in any area of your life if you've got your joy on. Come on. All right. So consider it all joy when you fall into various temptations, tests, or trials. Knowing this at the trying of your what? Faith. So what's being tested here? Your faith. So we can tell where your faith is by how much joy you have in the day that you're living. Right? Come on. Because your faith is a measure. It can be measured. Right? He gave us the measure of faith in Jesus. We all have the same amount. But it's not all developed. All of us have muscles, but some of us have bigger muscles than others. Right? And why? Because you've worked it. Right? Well, your joy has got to be worked. you got to make it. And it starts little by little. Every day, little by little in every way. Jesus is changing. That's another song, okay? Jesus is changing you, but you got to choose joy today. Yes. You may not have had a very joyful day yesterday. That's all right. Let it go. Yeah. All right? Today's your day for joy. Hallelujah. Ah, amen. amen. And sometimes you got to remind yourself in the middle of the day, I'm supposed to be joyful. Ah, yay. <laughs> okay, you do because, hey, it hits you. Sometimes your days hit you like, bam, you're like, what happened to my joy? You know? <laughs> and so you've got to choose to have this on. All right. Worketh patience, let patience have her perfect, see that word perfect, perfect day, perfect life. See that word? Perfect, perfect day, perfect life. You're going to have to have joy if you're going to have perfection in your life. Woo, come on now. Right? All right. That you may be perfect. Whoa, dude, you can be perfect. Isn't that cool? Oh, hallelujah. Yes, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wanting nothing. Okay, if you're lacking something in your life, you might want to check your joy walk. Right? Yay! Woo! Here we go. All right, so why can you consider it pure joy? Okay? Why? Look at this, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you. There's no temptation, test, or trial. So whatever you're going through, somebody else has been through it, whether you realize it or not. Satan, does he plays the same thing all the time. He's like a broken record, right? Okay, same same song, second verse, a little bit louder and a whole lot worse, right? So here he is. He's looking at you and I says, there is no temptation, but such as common to man, but God is faithful. Say, God is faithful. faithful. Look at this. Who will not suffer you and me to be tempted or tested or tried above which you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of an escape for you. Ooh, so I know that if I'm going through something, there's a way out of this. Ooh, and if you know you can win, you can win, right? And part of that is being joyful. You and I have got to stir our joy up where this is concerned. This helps you. This helps me consider it pure joy in anything, in all things, right? You and I've got to do that. Okay, look at this in First uh, Peter one eight. Whom having not seen, you love. Talking about Jesus, and whom though now you see him, not yet believing. So your faith is going on the line here again, right? 
you rejoice with, un- with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You and I have got you recognized. Look, <clears throat> Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So we're going through a test temptation trial in our lives. We got to recognize Jesus has promised me a way out. I love this. It's an open book test. That's a good thing, right? How many of y'all like to open book testings? Come on. Every, yeah, raise your hand quick and high, right? Yes. But it did no good. Did do you no good if you didn't read some of that book? Okay? So go read this book because the Holy Spirit can only call those things to remembrance. He says all things to your remembrance. So at least read it once. Huh, right? Because it's a memory then, right? He can call it serious. This works for you. Amen. So what can you do? You get excited because somehow, some way, you're going to get through what you're going through. You may not know how, you may not know when, but he'll do it again, right? You're going to have that. See, these songs are in me because you got to keep them in you in order to overcome in the circumstances that you're facing in life, right? Life is, this world is not fair. It is looking to boom, take you out, right? It wants to take you out with every which way it can. Any which way but loose. Remember that movie? That was a good brand. You know, that's another one. So he wants to take you out. And you and I have got to stand in the middle of it. We've got to be, we've got to be like Dr. Svelle. When you've done all the stand, stand. Therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. Come on. You and I got to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Let's go to Nehemiah. Another scripture for you. Nehemiah chapter 8. This is a very familiar scripture when you think about joy, because the joy of the Lord is what? See there? Okay, let's read this, though, together. We're going to start in verse 9. And Nehemiah, which is the Teshitha, that's a good word, Ezra, the priest, and the scribe, and the Levites that taught the people, said unto all the people, this day is holy. What day? Today. I'm going to tell you, Today. Remember, go back. If you go back and listen to, this, to the series here, De- Deuteron- in Deuteronomy, it says, This day I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. This day. You see, th- uh, that word holy, don't let it get you confused here. Holy means set apart. Set apart today. Set apart today to be your joy day. Set apart today. That, you know what? I'm going to choose joy today. I choose joy. I choose joy. You got to choose it. It's a choice. Right? Y'all remember our, our, our Christmas musical? We're up here dancing. Pastor Rick did some things. Okay, so y'all remember that, right? So, but what did our shirt say? Choose joy. It's a choice. You and I have to choose that joy. And when we choose that joy, it, it overcomes for us. Amen? Look at this. So they're telling him, look. This day is holy. So set apart your day today as holy unto the Lord. Mourn not nor weep for all the people wept. Come on, quit talking about all your problems. Seriously, leave it alone. It'll never get you anywhere. Serious. Get rid, stop. Stop crying about it. Hey man, you're going to have to do this. Okay, all right, it's a choice. Say it's a choice. Say, I choose. It's a choice. It's a choice. <laughs> you got to choose this, right? It doesn't fall off like ripe apples off a tree. Everybody gets hit, right? And so we've got to be able to, we've got to get better at getting up. We've got to, the, the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up eight. 
Do what you have to do. Dust yourself off. Tie, my mom used to say, when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on. God will pull you through. Sometimes that's what you just, and you know what you do? Just sing in the middle of, hallelujah, hallelujah. Whatever you got to do, sing something. Put a song in your heart. All right? And start singing, hallelujah. All right, so. For all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. You're not going to be able to do everything right. So quit thinking that you are. You're going to fall. Just get up. Just keep getting up. Keep pressing towards the mark. Hmm, Glory to God. Okay. Then said he to them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared for this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be you sorry. For the joy of the Lord, woo! Everybody go, everybody go, woo! The joy, right? We're practicing that where our tithes and offerings are concerned when I'm ministering, is making sure, woo! You get excited about giving, right? That's right. So here in your, in your circumstances, you gotta look at, and that's, I'm telling you, when I slid down those stairs, I told you all that time, I ripped that carpet up, man. I was so mad at that carpet. I was like, get, get that carpet out of my house. You know, but, but you know, cause I had carpet burns. I mean, I went, it was from the very top, the, the, the first step, boom, I slid all the way down, boom, hit the wall down there on the bottom. Guests are coming out of the guest room, looking at me like, what's going on? I'm laughing. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, it was, I laughing. I was laughing like crazy laughing. Like this is ridiculous. This is two 30 in the morning. And so not, I, this is what I said to the devil when I was walking before the Lord said to me, he said, I said, devil, if that's the best shot you can take at me at 2.30 in the morning, you got another thing coming to you. Amen. That's what I told him. And that's when the Lord spoke to me. And he said, this your hilarious attitude brings victorious energy, which brings favor unending in your life. Never. It's never going to stop. Have you ever heard victorious energy? I, I never will forget the first time I was... I had an opportunity, God's blessed me to be able to coach some amazing guys, and one of them was an eight-time pro bowler, but he bought me tickets, the 50-yard line, he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he bought me tickets, and I was like on the fifth row, front, right there on the 50-yard, 40, 50-yard line, right in between there, and I'm sitting there, and if you ever go to Kansas City, and to a football, that place is ridiculous. When the defense, when the other team has the ball, you cannot hear, I called Cassie in the middle, and just let her, I couldn't hear nothing she said. I don't care how close I got the phone to my head. You couldn't hear nothing. I wanted to experience that. In, there was so much energy that was in that place. And anticipation and expectation of what they were wanting to achieve. The realization they wanted to win. If you want to win, you're going to have to stir up that joy that's on the inside of you. To the point that everybody else around you knows that something good is about to happen to you today. Come on. It comes from your joy. It comes from my joy and expectation. Whew. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited just talking about this. Hallelujah. So the, so the Levites stilled all the people saying, hold your peace for the day is holy. Neither be grieved. Quit grieving. There's a time for you to mourn and to grieve, but let it go. Right? It's like, like when the Lord told David, how long are you going to be here? Get up. David got, no, David got up. He told Samuel, when he was, how long are you going to mourn for Saul? Get up. He's done. He, David, what did he do? As soon as he, the, kid, the baby was dead, he, he got up. Come on. Get up. Get up. Stop. Leave it alone. Get the pa- 
past, leave the past in the mind. Amen? Hakuna Matata, right? Right? Come on. Right? You gotta leave the past in the behind, right? Uh-huh. All right, so that's preaching to somebody, okay? Because it's important. All the people went their way to eat and to drink and to send portions. And look at this. And to make great mirth. This is like dancing and shouting and singing. I mean, you're just getting with it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's high-fiving, bumping, chest. You know what I'm saying? Doing what you got to do. You're just so excited about it. Great mirth. Not just a little bit. A little dab is not going to do you. Seriously. Come on. You got to get past the toe raises. Right? Mm. Glory to God. You can't give what you don't have. Right? So give everything you do have. That's my second. And then the next message and the next service is you have an audience of one. Somebody's watching all the time. Somebody's watching me. Remember that one? Okay. So somebody, everybody's watching. The Bible says that there, there's a host. They, they're all looking at us. And angels are watching. They're looking to see how you're going to react in the situations that you're going through. Are we going to go, are we going to go forward? Are we going to go backwards? Are we going to go forward? Are we going to go backwards? Come on. We want to go forward, right? Press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. Whoo, glory to God. You're getting something? Great mirth because they, now listen to this. Now see, look, we have the word for 2019, marvels, wonders, extraordinary manifestations of the greatness, the greatness, not just a little something he's done before, of the greatness of our God. We have this word. See, they, he was telling this because why? They were dancing because why? Because they had understood the words that were declared unto them. Do you understand what's being declared on the face of the earth today? Are you ready for it? Are you excited about it? Are you, are you transferring that into other people? Part of what, what uh, I love, I was, I, we listened to Brother Copeland about 2019. He said, what about the marvels and the wonders? And part of what he talked about there is that you and I have got to st- get out of the pew, out of the church seat, and start going and taking what God's given you to the world that we're called to go to. Amen. God's not going to bless your foreign no more. He wants to take you to the next level. He wants to expand your territories. Amen. You and I have got to be willing to go and do whatever it is that God's telling us to do. Come on. Get excited about it. Woo. Glory to God. Preach myself happy. Glory to God. It's good, isn't it? Now. Psalms 118, you don't have to go there. I'm going to read this 22 through 24. It says, the stone which the builders refuse has become the headstone of the Lord. What God is saying in the earth today is, is don't reject it. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Marvels, marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice. Woo! And be glad in it. Right? All right? That word rejoice means to get bright. Ha! Ah, you know, you get excited. Get bright. When you walk into the room, it should light up the room, right? Get bright. To leap. Woo! A hip and a hop in your step, right? Yeah. Come on now. And it means to turn around. Woo! Remember Superman, when he go through that, he spin around it. Boom, he come out. That needs to be you. You need to go find one of them old 
spinning things and go in there. If life is not going right for you, turn it around. Turn it around. Come on. And you do that by choosing to be joyful in your circumstance because you know that God's already provided a way out for you in that circumstance that you're going through. Amen. Glory to God. <sighs> Philippians 3.1. Finally, my brethren. So Paul's going, finally, guys, come on. Finally. Hello. Finally, my brethren. Rejoice in the Lord. Woo. Ha ha. Where's your rejoice? Woo. Yeah. Right. Woo, 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 woo. Joy. Getting excited. That's part of it. You're leaping. Not toe raises. Leap means there's a little bit of air underneath there. Do it by faith. Okay? To write the same things to you. See, when I was talking to that one person, asked me, has Dr. Burr written anything new? You know what? Go do what God's told you to do where, that's, where that word is concerned, and then I guarantee you God will tell you something else. Yeah. But you know what? You need to focus in. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If I need joy in my life, you know what? I need to start studying out joy scriptures. Yeah. Whew. And go look at, Paul is writing this from the worst prison of, the, of all, almost of all times. I mean, he's in the bottom of it, too. We're all the, you know, we don't need to go there. The reality of where he's writing this from. And he's the one that's encouraging them. You be joyful. Come on. Yeah. Right. You can do this. Right. Get your joy on. So he's saying this. To write the same things to you. Man. If Dr. Chappelle comes up here and preaches on favor, get excited. Because you need some more favor in your life. If Pastor Justin comes back and preaches on synergy, then get excited because you need to understand more about synergy. Right? You and I have got to understand that God's saying something to us. We need to keep, we need to get whatever it is he's trying to say to us. Someone walked up to Brother Hagin and said, hey, Brother Hagin, when are you going to start preaching something besides Mark 11, 23 and 24? He says, well, whenever you get this one, then I'll go to something else. He's, seriously, you've got to get this on the inside of you. Hmm. This is the one that says, I can do all. Th-. This is the same book that says, I can do all things through. Not without your joy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> to me, it is not grievous. It is safe. He's going, man, I'll preach this all day long, every day. It's not going to, man, you need this. I need this in my life. I've got to stir myself up. There are times where I've got to stir myself up. There are times when I have to stop right in the middle of my day and just go take an attitude check. Amen? And determine, seriously, go lock myself up somewhere and just, oh, come on, Rick. Get excited about it because I know whatever I'm going through, God's already provided a way out for me. He's already said I'm going to win. He always causes us to triumph. Amen? So rejoice. So, <laughs> glory to God. Philippians 4.4 4 says, finally, my brethren. So in the very next chapter, just a few more scriptures over. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Look at this. To write. Yeah, come on. Who said that? Joy. Rejoice. Rejoice. Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay, so rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you. He's saying it again. I'm saying this to you over and over again. You know, how, how long will it take for you to just do it, Pastor? Just do it. You'd be surprised at what it will do for you. Glory to God. Smile. Smile. Make me think you're happy. Right? 
laugh and say that you're okay. All right? Mer- uh, uh, laughter doeth good like a medicine. Right? We're going to have some joy going on here before we get out of here this morning. Seriously. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Ho, ho, ho. You need to practice that. Ha, 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 ha. He, he. There are times when you don't feel like laughing. Man, like that, that night in the middle, 2.30 in the morning, I did not feel like laughing. Ha, 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 ha. I just laughed. You got to just dig down deep sometimes because you know you've been promised a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. Woo! So no matter what I'm going through, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the world is going through, the answer is Jesus. Jesus and the joy that he's deposited on the inside of you. My joy I give to you. I don't give it to you. It's like his peace. Peace, love, and joy. Amen. Some good songs about joy. I got peace, love, and joy like a river. Remember that one? Country folk right there. All right. Seriously. You got to see these things. This is, what is it doing? It's stirring up your joy. Huh? Oh, come on. Keep on. All right. So to write to me, it is not grievous, but it, to you it is safe. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Always. When? Always. Always. Hallelujah. Hmm. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. I'll go back to something right here. Um, there's times when you have to learn how to laugh when you don't feel like laughing. There's a, there's a rap song uh, that says, laugh at the devil out loud, ha ha. You know, that was Reese when she went up to hit in softball that was her song you know they'll, they'll play a song for you when you get ready to go play you know go to the get in the you know get re- get ready to go into the batter's box and and that was her song i loved it man it'd go through the whole entire stadium laugh at the devil out loud ha ha you know why because there's times when you don't feel like laughing there are times when, i'm not i'm not belittling what you're going through if you're watching i'm not that's not what we're, i'm doing this morning the, the reality of it is life hits you hard Life has hit me hard at times. Amen. And it's, it, hit, it has hit everybody hard. Don't think that the Savelles and the Bridges, they have not gone through some hard times. I mean, there are times when it feels like all hell's been loosed out on you trying to keep you from going where God's called you to go and doing what God's called you to do. All of us have been hit like that. But you can't stay there. And you've got to recognize what, who it is that has overcome the world for you. He has already overcome the world for you and I. You got to look at that. He has is, he is, he is made you and I more than conquerors. Why? Because he is our conqueror. Because he conquered for us. So what you and I have to do in the midst of our circumstances, you have to learn how to dig down deep. And if it takes just a... <laughs> And sometimes you might feel like crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's real. It's real. I'm not joking with you. There were times when you just don't want to, you just want to lay in your bed and cry about it. Come on. You can't allow yourself to do that. Oh, you need to stir yourself up. Praying in your most holy faith over the circumstance that you're going through. That's part of the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You remember, that's a good one. Oh, the fruit of the spirit is not a coconut. You know, you ever seen that one? You know, what? It's not. 
The fruit of the spirit is what's on the inside of you. And part of that fruit is joy. Well, I just don't have any joy. Well, yes, you do. If you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, you have joy living on the inside of you. Sometimes you just got to stir the chocolate milk up in order for it to come up to the top. Right? Remember when you used to make the quick mix and it all went down to the bottom, right? You know? Yeah. And what you do? You shook your thing, right? Or you got a spoon and you stirred it around again, right? What are you trying? There's some that's in there. You just have to stir it up. <clears throat> you need to laugh. That's why, you know what? Mary Hart, Do With Good Like a Medicine, Volume 1, 2. There are times where I'll go to bed at night and I just need to laugh. So you know what I'll do? I'll find some type of YouTube on my phone and I'll put Jesse on. And it's going to be Mary Hart, Do With Good Like a Medicine. I've heard some of them over and over and over, but they still make you laugh. Why? Because I'm trying to get, get my eyes off my problem and get my eyes on the solution. And you, you and I have got to fight the good fight of faith. But he's given us weapons that are not carnal, but mighty to God, through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Some of that, this is one of the weapons that you and I have, is our joy. And so we have to stir this joy up. Hallelujah. Praying in the Holy Spirit, surrounding yourself by people that will encourage you, not discourage you. Right? Turn on some good teaching. Go back and listen to your favorite message. Whatever it is, do something that's going to change the thought process that you're going in at the moment. You and I have to do that. And there's a host of angels that are watching. Go back to that. There are a host of angels that are watching. And they're, they're, they're hearkening unto the voice. When you start talking to mully grubs, they're listening to that negative talk. And they have to step back because that's not their territory. Negativity is not something that God's angels are going to work in on. That's when you give your, you've given voice to Satan's angels. Serious. So they can start executing some things because you're being so negative about your situation. Right? But you know what? You got to refuse it. You got to refuse that negativity and you got to choose. You know what? No, 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 no. You can go back to this message and go, no, Pastor Rick preached this. Dr. Chevelle has preached this over and over and over and over again. This is part of who he is. He understands. That's why that's one of his best selling books back there. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't steal you. Which one is it? The goods? Can't keep your goods. I mean, that's one of the, I mean, I, and that was one of the first books I ever, ever got a hold of of his. It's so important in order for us to get to the next level that God has intended for us to be at. In order for us to see the manifestations, the marvels, the wonders, and the extraordinary manifestations of God, you've got to get some things on the inside of you because you're the distributing center for which that's going to come through. Right? It's got to come through somebody. Shall I find faith in the earth? Right? It's yes. A yes. Right here. Right here. Well, faith looks at the circumstances and laughs at it. He 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 ha 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 ho ho ho. He 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 ha 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 ho ho ho. You gotta get some he 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 Now you're not laughing at the person or somebody physically. You're laughing at the devil because he's the one that's talking to you. He's the one that's telling you you'll never make it. That's why Jesus talked to the fig tree. The fig tree was talking to him. Right? Ha ha ha. He he he. If he's hit you, that means you're a threat. I, I look at brother Keith Moore said, he said this, he said, he says when he was learning how to fight and he was uh, going through all, he wanted to be like, today would be like an MMA or UFC, one of those type of fighters, you know, he was training to be something like that. 
He says that one of his teachers taught him, when someone hits you and it feels like all your teeth have come out, just smile back at them like if that's the best punch you take, you're in trouble. He said, I don't care if all your teeth are out. Look at him like, hey, why does he do it? Because it'll sense tremendous fear into them because it didn't move you. And like I said, we're not belittling what you're going through. That's not what we're doing here this morning. What we're focus- you need to focus yourself on the answer to your situation. Ha, ha, ha. He, he, he. Ho, ho, ho. Hmm, glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive in because I've got time. I'm going to dive into something that you're, you're going to need because you need this. I wasn't sure if I was going to get here. Go to um, in Philippians chapter 3 as well. So you get this, because part of, in order for you to go where God's called you to go, in order for you to have the perfect day, the perfect life, you have to make some changes in your own life. And one of them is your joy walk. So grab a hold of that, stay on to that. The other area is this, and, I, and I've ministered to quite a few people about this over the last week and a half. Isn't that something? This is the reason why the Lord told me to write this book. I find myself ministering on these topics in this book on a regular basis all the time. And it says, this is what you need, you and I can to grab hold of. In, in Philippians 3... And I'm going to turn there in my Bible because I've got it. i got it here. But. Verse 9, it says, And being found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith, the faith of Christ. The righteousness is which is of God by faith. Okay. Now, Paul goes on, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, sisters, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Look at this. Let us therefore as many as be what? Perfect. Perfect. Perfect day, perfect life. Be thus minded, if any think any otherwise minded, God shall reveal this unto you. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. Well, let us all do this. Okay, so I've learned those over the, in order for you to have the perfect day, the perfect life, another aspect that you have to have is you got to learn how to forget yesterday. Good, the bad, and the ugly. That's a Western. Okay, you got to, good, bad, and ugly. Come on. Did you hear that first one? Good. You can get so celebratory about what happened yesterday that you never figure out what God's trying to do today. All right? But sometimes yesterday was bad. And sometimes yesterday was ugly. So you definitely want to forget those days, right? And I'm not saying you don't call yourself to remembrance of what God's done for you. But don't stay in that, in that realm of yesteryears. Forgetting what is behind, I press toward. That's part of what Paul's talking about. Look, guys, I've done it. He was he had the good, the bad, and the ugly in his past, too. Right? It, it was good, and it was bad, and it was ugly. I mean, killing Christians is pretty ugly, wouldn't you say? Right? 
But that, but he, what is he saying? Forgetting what is behind, I press toward the mark. Forgetting what is behind, I press toward the mark. Forgetting what is behind, I press towards the mark. You and I've got to forget what's behind. Look at this. In order, because here's the reality. In order for you to see marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God, you and I have got to be a distribution center of what God wants to do on the face of the earth. We've got to go outside these four walls and start laying hands on the sick, casting out devils, being a light to the rest of the world, feeding the hungry, feeding the poor, doing whatever we need to do in order to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You and I first have to have the courage and the belief that I'm not the same person that I used to be. In order for me to live the perfect day, the perfect life, I've got to let go of yesteryears. I have to. Look at this scripture. Uh, This is real similar. uh, Go to 2 Corinthians. I'm going outside my notes here, so give me a second. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 17, it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Leave your past in the behind, right? Leave it out there. Leave it. Leave it. It says, all things, behold, all things have become new. You're a new creature with new features. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To who? Those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. He's equipped, he's put something on the inside of us that we're supposed to go out and reach the world. Go ye therefore and make all, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Right? So this is what he's given to us. But you know what? If you keep looking at your past, you don't feel like you're worthy enough to go out and do what it is that God's called you to do. If you keep looking at all your mistakes, you're not going to be able to do what you need to do in the circumstance that you're in right now. Because you keep thinking about the mistakes. In order for us to live the perfect day, the perfect life, we've got to let go of yesterday. Yeah. We've got to let it go. Look at this. It goes on. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses. You know what a trespass is? How many of you ever went hunting when you were a kid and you went across a fence that you weren't supposed to, right? That's trespassing. You knew that you, what you were doing and you did it anyway. Right? That's what a trespass. God says, I, don't, I know you've done some things that you knew that you weren't supposed to do. But I, my blood's big, but better than that. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He just needs your testimony. By the word of your testimony, you overcome right. the circumstances you're going through. Yeah. You've got to put the past in the behind. Yeah. You've got to leave it there. Yeah. Forgetting what is behind, reaching forth into what is in, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Why? Because I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old yeah. things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. See, you and I have something to proclaim. You and I have got to take what we're giving, we're getting in here and take it outside these four walls. Come on. To our workplaces, to our places that we go hang out, to, the, to our families, to different places and different people. We've got to be an extension of the glory of God that's manifesting in this church and in the body of Christ today. We can't do that if we keep looking back and if we're in the molly grubs, right? So now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled unto God. 
who hath made him to be sin for us, who knew, knew no sin, that you and I by me made, will be made, made the righteousness of God in him. Yes. I'm the righteousness of God. Yes. I'm in right standing with God. Yes. Why? Because of my faith in what Jesus did on that cross for me. <clears throat> he came, saw, and kicked that for me so that I can walk in newness of life. So that you and I can walk in newness of life. Why? Not just so that you and I can have this peachy king jelly bean kind of life. He wants to reconcile the rest of the world to him through you and me. He's, he's He's wanted to do the exploits, the marvels, the wonders, and the extraordinary manifestations of his greatness through you and I. Because he's given us that ministry on the earth. And when we start doing that, we'll start seeing it in our own lives. Right? Come on. So you and I, see, what is that joy for? So that we can have enough strength to get out of our situation so that we can go tell other people about what God has done. But if we keep looking back, he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is what? It's not worthy. He's not worthy of me. That's what Jesus told the disciples. Let it go. Let it go. The past is the past. Your degrees or whatever else you have, just let it go. Come on. And say, God, use me. What can I do for you today, Lord? If you wake up every day and just say, God, what do you have for me today? That's what your perfect day and your perfect life is all about. The main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is your relationship with God. Not how many books you write, not how many tapes you sell, not how many uh, teachings you do. It doesn't matter. If you're going to have a longevity in life and ministry and what God's called you to do, your relationship with God is where you need to live out of. That's what you and I do. But if you keep looking at your past, you're never going to go into your future. And what God's already provided for us. You've got to let the past go. Forgetting what is behind, reaching forth. This force of righteousness. There's a book, and I believe we have some in the lobby. We teach it in our first uh, new members classes, on the next, on our next step classes. And part of it is the force of righteousness. You've got to know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, whether you feel like it or not. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be confident of that. So that you know what doesn't matter what you've done in your path. If you're willing, God, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land, and you'll be the distribution center that God's created you to be on the face of the earth. You and I, and part of the reason why, if we're just so inward minded, we'll never have the perfect day and the perfect life, because God doesn't sanctify you just for you. He's a God of all comfort that teaches you to comfort so that you can comfort others. You need to take what God's given you and give it to others. If you feel like you've hit a, 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 a lid in your relationship with God, go out and try to do more for him. Ask him what else is there for me to do, Lord. Because what, what he's saying, there's more for you to do. <clears throat> he's already used you at what you're doing right now. What else more is there, Lord? And be ready, be willing and obedient to do whatever that is. Get rid of your past. Leave it in the behind. Get it out of here. The, I'm going to read this from the, from the, uh, the Jewish, and I'll, this is it. It says, um, uh, it says, stop dwelling on past events and broadening over times gone by. I am doing something new. It's a springing up. Can't you see it? I'm making a road in the desert, rivers, and the wasteland. That's Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. I'm going to read that again. Stop dwelling on past events, brought in over times gone by. Quit regretting. Oh, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have done that. Right? Let it go. 
I'm doing something new. It's springing up. It's called marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. I'm making a road in the desert, rivers in the wasteland. Let out of your belly flow rivers of living water for what God can do through you. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stay in the word. Stay plugged in. Stay hooked up. Let God be your anchor. Let Jesus be your cornerstone so that you and I can see the manifestations of his greatness on the face of the earth. Choose to be joyful. It's a choice. Hello? Amen? And leave the past in the behind. Amen? Love y'all. Thanks, guys.